This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Using digital and automation and one-to-many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. First of all, give give us your your before. So give everyone your two minute story. Who was Andy? How did you get to where you were um, just before you joined us? Um, I've been a I've been with the RMI for about six months now, and the uh, previous twenty six years I've done the same thing. I've been a sales recruiter, and I ended up with RMI um, because I I I got to, I, I hit my bottom basically. That I wasn't my value was not being seen. Uh, in the marketplace, I was getting lowballed and everything. Um, I couldn't get past uh, 25-year-old internal recruiters, and uh, I ran across um, uh, uh, while I was just doing research um, on uh, different models of uh, recruiting. I came across the, the RMI, the laptop recruiter, and then it, um, over time, it spoke to me. And then uh, I decided, hey, I got um, I got nowhere else to go. The officer and a gentleman thing. That's where I was at, and so uh, <laughs> um, uh, that then that's what um, that's what brought me here. On the business, so if you could summarize, so you, you know, being lowballed, um, what was going on in the business before? So we've got vast experience, but the, the environment's changed, the, the industry's changed, and it's going to change even more. Um, hugely believe bigger businesses will go out of business in the next two years. Um, even smaller businesses who don't um, don't systemize, don't automate. But if we go back a couple of um, steps before you and I even even spoke, and just give an overview of what was going on in terms of um, you know, the, the clients, the client side. What were the main three constraints that were going on? Candidate side, the main three constraints that were going on. Just break it down that way first of all. Um, on the client side, and this is something that's so valuable about RMI, is that I was I had tons of niches. I was the guy that handled everything. Um, it didn't matter what it was, but so it's like a mile wide and an inch deep. And so um, I started to lose out to for the, the bigger fees to the uh, retained searches or people that had been in the same niche for as long as I'd been in, or it doesn't even matter if they've been in for five years, they would still have uh, more experience in uh, niches that I was trying to work on. And so um, I, I was just spread, spread too thin um, that in terms of the clients, um, I also was coming from the me um, not, not so much what I can do for you. I mean, I could, I would say what I could do, do for you based on how good, how great I am. But, uh, uh, it was still, you know, me talking about, and here's, uh, and I did this and I did that, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that would be, um, uh, on the client side, number two and number three, um, the, the automation factor. I was, uh, um, I was getting, uh, I, yeah, I just I didn't have the tools, and and it's and it's funny that the, that how simple just not having not understanding or knowing where to find out about uh, um, uh, those the RMI you know type strategies so we, and tools. So, made that relevant. so that would be for so, so Andy, but I think we've got a slight delay by the way. So my apologies if I um, so I'm interjecting. Um, so a third component then from, from the client side, we got 
mile wide niche. We've got focus to talk about shortly. Um, spreading yourself too thin as a result. Um, you talking about you. You know, we, go, we get into sales mode. But then the um, the, the reference into you know the the automation. But from a client perspective specifically, um, what was the third component? And it could be you know the use of automation. But is it um, uh, what was happening before client side that was a you know a constraint for you? So uh, you know we okay we, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Um, well, I, I changed, I, I started from scratch with this niche. Um, so I, but, uh, what I guess crossover would be is that, uh, the, the ways in which I approached getting clients, it was a, if I did an email blast, that's what it was with email blast. There was no dripping. Um, and so there was, uh, and when people didn't get back to me, I got, I got angry. I took it personally. I didn't realize that it could be the third or fourth uh, email, but you know, before someone even sees it, doesn't matter. Because I was writing these amazing emails, um, but if nobody sees it, it, it doesn't matter. And so, okay, so I'm I'm, I'm jumping into uh, no, that's what, good. So, how so I fixed it. So, so we had, we had, so basically we had, we had a um, um, basically short term view of the entire client process, short term view of the yes. client process. Yeah. Okay, good. What was going on from the candidate side? So from the candidate side, and guys, you know, if you listen to what Ken was saying a couple of weeks ago, we've got different constraints here. We've got different constraints. Um, so we've got the, the, the client side, we've got certain constraints going on. From the, from the candidate side, what were the key constraints to you before? If you think about the sort of daily operation, what's happening in the business? Mine was really, really client side because uh, I, I, was, I was taking on companies that were – well, okay. That's actually that's a fair question because uh, I did I did have uh, clients, so it wasn't like I didn't have any openings. I just didn't work on them because they were. It seemed like these were impossible to fill. But uh, um, I've passed over my clients um, to uh, my partners to work on, and then I'm teaching them how to um, how to approach it um, the way that I've been approaching the fintech space, so that they could actually find it. I, I, I didn't, again, this would be something about not having the right tools or understanding uh, how to find these people. I was doing it the old fashioned way, which was when I was even doing the old fashioned way, the old fashioned way is, is just straight um, cold call recruiting. Um, I was, I was, you know what, I was doing a lot of uh, post and pray and that, uh, and uh, posting used to make me, I used to make a lot of placements off of posting, but uh, uh, the candidates that were coming through posting now, um, There's very few, and they just were very low quality. They were desperate people. They weren't passive candidates like I have now. Um, good, good. Um, so we've got this post and pray. Love that. Um, and of course, the we know the impact of quality with the candidate is going to be going to be low. Um, let's do this then. So if we think about, we've got. Um, by the way, guys, can you relate to any of this? Client side, candidate side. But if we think about what's happened, so in terms of the shift. So again, we're talking high level now. We'll get deep in a second around the niche and, and digging deep, etc. But in terms of the um, the maybe the, the the client wins or the client shifts that you've had in the last well since being up with RMI at a high level, if you could summarise in one, two, three. So again, so Ken, so Ken's gone from contingent to retained. Ken's gone from unpredictable um, weeks, months, days into predictable. Every day knows he gets two to three inbound appointments or inbound leads, et cetera, happening. Um, for you, what's, what's been the three sort of three high-level client wins? Um, well, my uh, my very first one, uh, 
which um, I mean, how uh, I mean, do I say the client name or what? Do I, or just describe it? How do you want me to? Yeah, but we'll come to the specific clients in a second. We'll get we'll dig deep on the actual tactical steps that you've gone through. But I mean, what's a, a high oh. level from a client shift? So before I was, what, so in terms of your client process or your client now time, your client future, what's the sort of three big shifts that happen for you? Um, well, the double R, double R, because one and one thing you told me when we first spoke was uh, basically just start doing it. Don't worry about making mistakes. And uh, um, you've thought that. Uh, um, well, I mean, you were accurate. You said that it would be too analytical and, and think too much. And one of the things was the double R, double R is I had, I didn't realize how many sub niches there were in the fintech space. So I was doing exactly, you know, the starting off with 25 every other day and then, you know, moved up to 25 a day and then, then 50. Um, but these, they were, everyone was jumbled together. There wasn't uh, real estate technology was mixed in with insurance technology. Um, and so, uh, and my, but my, I, my, and my message, um, I use Keith's, I use uh, Keith's uh, um, very, very, very basic um, template for the double R, double R. And what I realized, um, so the win for me was just that somebody uh, responded that, uh, um, uh, and I hadn't sent out that many, I would think, I think maybe in, in the, uh, possibly in the first 25 I sent out, I got a response and, uh, um, uh, and just the excitement of, uh, um, being able to, uh, you know, just call that the, the, just to get actual calls because in the past, um, my problem wasn't, uh, closing, closing once I was in the call, it was yeah. getting the calls. So, uh, for that was a huge win. Just the first, um, uh, person saying, Hey, uh, let, let's talk. It, although, although I didn't, nothing to do with me. It had to do with the uh, the company. But, but what, um, what, so what? In terms, these, are, these are small wins. Yeah. But that's what that's what we want, though. The just 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 a high level um, sort of client wins. So we've got this process now. Now we know if we if we put X through, um, we're going to get X coming back, and it's an iterative process. And you're absolutely right. When we first yeah. spoke, was Andy? You know, you're um. You know, I say, I say this with love. You know, most members who come to us are one of two in one of two camps. One is the um, put in the china shop, just bam, bam, bam. What do we do? Or we got the the and I, and I fail from from both. You know, um, we got the perfectionist who overthinks everything. And the reality is, we want something in the middle. When we start a campaign, I've put this here. When we start a campaign, just do it, just do it. So you know, if if we get someone submitting a, a template, um, how's this look? Um, but have you used the core templates in the members area? Yeah, yeah, but how, how's it look? Or well, test it. Test it, first of all. Um, and then we get through an iterative approach. So just, just do it. I think it's one of the key lessons you said there. But in time, time the client wins then, we've now got a process of, with uh, automated campaigns. We've also got this um, shift from the, the, the landscape that now ends. <clears throat> now you've got the ability to turn down business. Not all the time, but we're, you know, we're, we're in, a, in a growing phase, as opposed to this, um, as you say, dealing with, you know, young spotty kids who are not, not being respectful. So we've actually got the ability to, so for me, when I look at, look at your, your shifts, I think one is the ability to actually turn down business. And we're not at the point now we can turn down everything we want, but we can turn down as opposed to we, we have to take this role because times are shitty. Does that make sense? And I, and I did turn, and I have turned down, uh, more than one, which is uh, pretty crazy considering where I was coming from financially. Yeah, which is great. So for me, that that bit of turn on business from, you know, from where 
you know, where, where, where we were, you know, sort of day, day one of, of, of inner circle for me, that's a big win for you having the ability to do that. And there's nothing better when, you know, you, it might be an energy thing. It might be this, play, this they're just playing yeah. douche or it's just um, a yeah. payment cycle or it could be anything, a wrong niche, but it's power when that happens. And for me, the third thing, when I look at what you've actually achieved there in terms of the actual um, the shifts that we've go, we got going on is you started to get a, a integrated view of your business now, Andy. Because when we first spoke, we had this, and I remember, I remember the room I was in, is upstairs to, to the left when, when we spoke. <laughs> And I remember when we spoke, you, you've become, again, this is said with love, you, you've got a very analytical mindset, haven't you? And we've got this, it's almost, it can, it can become, like you say here, with you got, um, you got uh, personally pissed off and affected when someone didn't come back to you. But now we understand the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh iteration of that communication will actually get, you know, get the response. So for me, I think what, one of the key things here, but you, but you may or may not know this yet, but I think what, what's actually happened is we started to get this view of, of, of business processes in the business, which when we first spoke, we didn't necessarily have such, a, um, such an understanding. And by that, we're not at the point now where everything's systemized and we've got this beast. We're not saying that. What I am saying is we're starting to understand that there's a set of systematic steps. So if we go back to what we said with Mike Tannenbaum, Mike, you're on the call. How are you doing? And we said to Mike a few weeks ago, didn't we, about these, these steps you go through. We got Mike came in as like a, you know, a having a job and a recruiter. And then step two with Mike, I want to become a technician. And what I mean by that is I want to understand that his business is broken up of, to get clients in, there's a set of just really simple steps. Get candidates in, a set of really real simple steps. And for you, now you've recognized that it's the third, fourth, fifth, fifth sixth, seventh you know, response you get. We're breaking down your, your, your client funnels into, into simple steps. And when we first spoke, despite your passion, which is, which is you, know, you, you can, you can, um, you can fathom. I think for me, that's that's a win for you, breaking down your business into those those those, those steps. Does that make sense? Uh, to me, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're talking to people in general. But no, yeah. no, 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 to you. Definitely. Yeah. So, so there's a yeah. there's a lot of things going on here. From from the candidate side, if you could summarize one overview, one overall difference. What's different now in terms of the way you view the candidate side or the um, compared to where you were before? If you could give me one overall shift, maybe game plan one members could relate to. What would it be? Um. Well, I'm talking to a, uh, a higher quality uh, um, candidate. When I say higher quality, uh, well, everyone knows what I mean in terms of these are people that are, that are currently employed and they, they actually have value. Companies want them. Um, and so the, the, the biggest thing is I'm talking to people that, that are not desperate. They're urgent for the right opportunity. But I mean, these are people that are, that are successful. They're, at, they're actually happy. And I started posting that on my uh, LinkedIn. I, when I, whenever I say I, I have something new or I say that, um, yeah, I, I, that I only deal with people that are, that are currently employed and are happy where they're at. They're just ready for that next challenge. Uh, and when I, when I listen to all these webinars and hear people doing that, doing better than me, faster than me, uh, I can tell you that, that I, you know, my bile would, uh, uh, whatever, whatever happens is bile. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I see this. Uh, I see the shift as we're speaking right now. If you could summarize in one, one <laughs> statement, summary, paragraph, uh, whatever it might be. And again, I'm focusing on breaking you out of the. Oh shit! Will this work? Oh fuck! Um, yeah, sounds good. But um, compared to fuck, this does work. If to get through that that brick wall, which is what it is. What, what would you say if you give advice to someone, if you're having a coffee with someone on the call now who's going through that, what would you say? Um, 
Well, uh, we actually spoke with Don yesterday and, and this morning, but uh, um, my, um, I think Don's been with the group for two months, and I know that I had, and I also, um, uh, I'd interviewed uh, probably about 30 people uh, in RMI. I'm talking about just, you know, people in, in the inner circle. And what I noticed was the people that were not having success, that were complaining, that said this doesn't work, they weren't following the steps. And so um, once I, uh, so it's really to stick with it because for me to take six months, I just closed my first deal um, yesterday where it officially was signed on both ends uh, for 37,500. And all my fees are, um, they're all uh, three times higher than they used to be. Um, so, but, yeah, but it was tough to see that in before um, in that, but first six months, I, I, I didn't start seeing the light probably till um, maybe even uh, as recently as, as two or three weeks ago. Um, I saw the little things coming through, but uh, with you know, the double R, double R, starting to see people um, uh, reply to just really light emails that I'd sent out. I mean, the, 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 you know, the follow-up things that were just so simple, like, you know, hey, uh, did my things fall through the cracks? Could you just let me know? And then someone would say, oh, yeah. And they apologize to me and say, yeah, we actually have something coming up. But so the biggest thing would be just um, that that if you follow the steps and, and if you follow, even if you follow three out of the 10 steps, um, you are going to see success and, and, and don't give up. But also don't just be focused on trying to get to the end of your year and get out. Um, by doing things that the, the old way, you have to put in. You have to be, um, you have to be following the steps. If you're not getting results, um, and, and you've been, you know, like six months, like myself, in it, then you're not following the steps. Um, so you've gone into this niche, where, which essentially is a, a a more focused new niche as such, and we've got a certain type of fee now. What we haven't got though is. Um, we haven't even got our CAS done, which is, you know, once you've got that done, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens there. But we've gone to this new niche and we've managed to triple our fees. Um, the natural thought by someone on the call now be, yeah, you've gone to a new niche and the fees are a lot higher, but it's more competitive. There are, there are, there are um, businesses there already with authority. So how would you answer that? The, uh, um, it was very difficult for me because I was a, because I was I was a general sales recruiter, so when I first talked to companies, I, I, I got hammered, and I had to stand on my. Um, it's funny, I actually uh, the very first company I tried to talk to them about the uh, how I was being trained out of you know with out of out of London um, on uh, on we're doing it in a way that no one else is doing it, and as I was trying to explain, uh, uh, the the person was. I can tell the person was confused, so I went back to my old way of uh, basically I'm gonna I'm gonna you know pick up the phone. I'm old school, and I'm gonna call. I'm gonna use my network. I'm gonna call you know cold call everyone who's in, in, in your in your niche and that sort of thing. I mean, um, but uh, I, I I what happened was, and this this goes back to the double R double R, just by doing the the volume um, of uh, sending out that you'll just get somebody that's just so frustrated that they don't care that you're not an expert in that niche. And then they, they, when they talk to me, they know that, that I'm an expert in recruiting. One of the reasons you've got the increased fees isn't because of base positioning, although when it comes to your website and your LinkedIn in a second, but in short, what you've done is said, listen, 
there is going to be, I know 10% of the market need my services right now. Of those 10%, maybe two out of 10 are going to be, um, are going to engage me and come back to me. So you've put the volume through, um, as opposed to getting too analytical and making sure that the, the campaign converted as well as a another. Discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one to many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out recruitmentmarketinginternational.com.